Okay, so let me let me play this next clip for you. Y'all know Neil Cavuto, right? You know who Neil Cavuto is, Shannon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Talk about Rhino. <laughs> yeah, Neil Cavuto. I mean, he's a straight-up blatant rhino. Well, he has Ram- Ramaswamy on here, Ramaswamy. Here's Ramaswamy comes on, and he's trying to get Ramaswamy to turn on President Trump. Now, I'm going to tell everybody right now, I haven't seen this clip. My producer got this clip. I haven't seen it. So you're going to watch this for the first time with me. But it doesn't surprise me. So let's watch this and let's see how Nukavuto is trying to get Ramaswamy to flip on President Trump. Like the typical never Trump or rhino would do. Those Republicans will be on that debate stage is Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he is kind enough to join us right now. Vivek, good to have you back. It's good to see you. Let me ask you a little bit about uh, these uh, Georgia indictments against uh, the the former president. You call them political persecutions. Explain. Look, Neil, I can't think we look at these indictments without the context of three other separate indictments, several of which came in the last four months alone. These are four different indictments in the middle of an election. I think it sets an awful precedent in our country for the ruling party, the party in power, to use police force to indict its political opponents in the middle of an election. And I say this as somebody who now, in some of the recent polls, I'm polling at second in this race, third overall. It would be a lot easier for me if Donald Trump were eliminated from competition. But that is not how I want to win. The way we win elections in this country, at least the way it should be, is that we convince the voters of this country of our vision and what we stand for. And that's why I've said that I would pardon, at least for the federal crimes, I would pardon Donald Trump to help move this nation forward. I am focused, for example, on your economic message. That's what we actually need to be talking more about, less about these politicized indictments that have distracted us from the fundamental issue. That's the fault of the Biden DOJ and a lot of the Democrat prosecutors across this country. Instead of explaining why Bidenomics is actually a farce, it is a failure with actual more job openings in this country than there are people looking for work. Price increases that are indeed permanent when wages have not gone up over the same period. That is how we're going to win this election in a landslide. That's what I want us talking about. But I will be unabashed about standing on the side of principle when I say, yes, these prosecutions are wrong. But um, I, I, I can understand that. But there are 91 criminal charges in all of that, because you're aware, over four criminal cases. They, they can't all be politicized, can they? I mean, there's something that the former president must have done in any one of these that struck you as wrong, if not illegal. He's literally saying that. President Trump had to commit some kind of crime here, right? It can just all be political. He had to commit some kind of crime. What? I mean, did President Trump commit the, the whole Russian dossier? Remember, did President Trump actually do that, Neil Cavuto? Did President Trump actually collude with Putin, Neil Cavuto? Did President Trump actually do wrongdoing when he made a phone call to Ukraine asking and inquiring information about the billion dollars Joe Biden held for ransom. What exactly, Neil Kuvoto, did President Trump do that was wrong? I mean, really? You know, see, I wish, I, I, you know, I don't know what Ram, Ramaswamy is going to say here, but this is what I was asking. Well, Neil Cavuto, tell me, let's, let's back up one second here. Tell me one thing that you suggest that President Trump actually did is a crime because you are already saying that he's guilty. 
You're saying that in the United States of America, you're innocent until proven guilty. But according to Neil Cavuto, the never Trumpers, he's already guilty because they don't want Trump. Listen, let's let's listen. I think, Neil, just because the government has brought a case, if we're going to be a culture that now starts to say there must be something wrong, if the government has charged 91 counts, I think that's a gov- that's a people of sheep. And when the people behave like sheep, that breeds a government of wolves. Well, you don't think there's that's anything, the reality. anything so, no, in I am this skeptical. case, Vivek? You don't think there's anything in this case that, that shows or even strongly hints of the former president trying to reverse that Georgia, that Georgia con? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm getting irritated listening to this dude. This is the first time I listened to him. I'm telling y'all, this is, I mean, really? The Democrats are making all of this up. And Neil Cavuto, being in his position, he should be able to see right through this. You know why he doesn't understand why he's why he's doing this? Because he's disconnected from reality. He's disconnected from what the rest of the country is seeing. He he lives in his Eiffel Tower next door to the liberals in their Eiffel Tower and believe that the world turns involves around them or it goes a certain way that they believe it goes. Yes. Neil, you know, I've had this conversation before. There is a difference between a bad judgment and an illegal act. And I viewed this indictment in the context of, as you put it, three other independent indictments. The first one beginning in New York for a novel election and, and campaign contribution theory to one that has a novel theory of in, interpreting the Presidential Records Act to a novel theory of attorney-client relationships. When you have a series of novel legal theories that are used to indict a prior U.S. president and a sitting candidate in the middle of an election, I just don't think that's good for the country. I'm in this to lead our nation forward, not to be a political commentator or legal analyst on a series of legal cases. But what I will say as a candidate in this race is that I do not think it is good for our country to set this precedent. No, I, my I focus that, is on reuniting is, this country, on leading us forward, that and that's going to make my job more difficult. I understand. But when you have the Republican governor of Georgia... Uh, who has said that this report is irrefutable and that, that this was an attempt at voter fraud uh, that was scorching. Uh, and, and you have others who've taken similar views, including the Secretary of State, they're a Republican, who said that Donald Trump went too far. Now, is it, right, new, is it new, Neil Cavuto consider himself a Republican? Doesn't he consider himself a Republican? I mean, y'all let me know in the comments as well. To my understanding, he considered himself a Republican. So what does that mean? You mean that? Wait a minute. So did Mike Pence. He considered himself a Republican. So does Chris Christie. He considered himself Nikki Haley. Right. Yep. Ron DeSantis. All of them considered themselves Republicans. So exactly what he's saying. Bill Barr. Look what Bill Barr. He didn't even do his job. So is he saying Republicans are sight? This see. They want Republicans to bend over backwards for the Democrats. That's all that it is. They want them to bend over for them and give them whatever it is that they want. That's the Republicans that he's referring to. But aren't they Republicans? Uh, wouldn't you put your trust or at least your instincts no. in those guys, Republicans, no. No. who said that this has no. been well-examined, aggressively examined? Wow. And- wow, Neil Cavuto's convicting Trump. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing this. this. He's actually convicting Trump along with these Ronald Republicans. He's actually doing this, everybody. And there was nothing to it. 
Neil, I have one question in my mind. I'm running to be our next president. I ask, what is in the interest of this nation? Do I believe that these prosecutors or these elected officials or these federal prosecutors are advancing the interests of this nation when they're bringing this unprecedented indictment, not one time, but now four times over? No, I think our country is worse off because of this politicization. Would I have made different decisions than Donald Trump did? Absolutely, I would have. I will remind you that I'm running for U.S. president in the same race that he is. But I think it is so important. This conversation that you and I are having are evidence enough of why this is a bad idea, because we're not talking about how we improve an economy. We're not talking about how we ought to revive our national identity. This is a big deal. And that's what this election really should be about. This is a big deal. We can't sort of minimize it. Or slough it aside because it looks and like that's a exactly cabal. Why I'm- so let me ask you, when you talk about wanting to pardon Donald Trump for this, why? What would be what would be good about that if you became president of the United States to pardon him? Because it's all fraudulent. It's all fraudulent. This dude is Fox News. This dude is on Fox News. Is anyone else? I mean, are y'all still watching Fox News? Now, I don't even watch Fox News anymore. And listen, and I only watch a little clips like, you know, I get little clips like this and I share it with you. But I don't watch Fox News anymore. The only reason why I used to watch it because I would watch Tucker, Tucker Carlson. But you saw, y'all see what he did, they did to uh, Tucker Carlson. This is Fox News, people. And, I, and I, when I go out and I talk to different people out on the street, they say, oh, you must watch Fox News. You idiot. Fox News is on your side. I don't understand this. This is completely so no longer do we have one of the uh, networks, a major network that is on the side of the American people. No longer do we have that. These people are for themselves. They're for this freaking establishment. I think the right answer for this country is to move forward, not to get into a weaponized tug of war between two political parties that then make a habit of using politicized police force against their political opponents. That is the stuff of banana republics. That is not what I want to see the United States of America devolve into. We should be able to disagree, disagree fiercely with one another, but still sort out those disagreements through our civic process, culminating at the ballot box. Well, every person's voice and vote counts equally. That is how we do things in the United States, not by eliminating our opponents using backdoor mechanisms. And so my reason, my chief reason for pardoning Donald Trump, at least of the federal offenses, which will be what's in my power, that includes the New York state offenses because they include the charge of an underlying federal offense as well. It will be to move this nation forward because my motivation in being U.S. President, Neil, is that I don't want to lead us to a national divorce. We're skating on thin ice as a country right now. That is a fact. Uh, you know I what? want to lead us to a national revival. You know what? I think he's a little late on that. I think he's a little short. Because the country's so divided already. The country is completely divided. I mean, it really is. And there's some stuff I want to share with you. If, if we if we get through all this that I have to share with you, that I want to share with you exclusively on Rumble. I can't share it here with you. That's going to actually prove how divided the country really is. And it's going to um, and I have stuff that I want to share with you. That's where the country's headed. I mean, it's not even headed any longer. The country's there. We're, we're here. We're, it's happening right now. And I thought about even putting it as a title tonight, but I was like, you know what? I can't put it as a title because they'll get extremely triggered. Let me move on, though, because this this actually has a lot more to it. The President Trump, they indict President Trump. And, you know, there's the order of things, right? Order of things. It's this, this is the only time you'll get the left. To want to go in the order of anything. 
I mean, because think about it. There's an order in everything, right? Man meets girl, or man meets woman, rather. Man meets woman, and they have little babies, right? That's how it works. That is the natural order of things. Oh, how dare you, Well, How dare you? How dare you say such a thing? But it's the natural order of things. The only time the left, the Democrats, wanted to go in the order of anything when it comes to indicting President Trump. When all the corruption comes out about the Biden crime family, then boom, they indict President Trump. Watch this. This week, and on the same day that another big story was breaking about the Hunter Biden probe, raising quite a few eyebrows about the timing of all of this. So let's break down the timeline of Trump's indictments versus the key developments in the Hunter saga. So let's start in New York City this March. Look at this. Biden family and the laptop revelations versus Trump's indictments. So this is the first indictment. March 16th, the House Oversight Committee reveals that Biden family payments from this Chinese energy company. We'll look at this. Two days later, Trump says he's going to be indicted in New York. He wrote that on social media. Then April 4th, the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, indicts Trump in that hush money case. This is right after we find out about all this money from the energy company. Okay, so that is New York City. Let's go to Florida. This is in June. The bribery allegations and the plea deals versus Trump's second indictment. So these are the classified documents, Mar-a-Lago stuff. So on June 7th, the FBI releases the documents alleging that the Bidens took the $10 million bribe from Burisma. Remember, the uh, owner of Burisma caught in the coffee shop saying $5 million for one Biden, $5 million for another. Then the very next day, look at this, Jack Smith indicts Trump in the Mar-a-Lago document case. Then on July 26th, that's the Hunter Biden sweetheart deal that's rejected. The very next day, July 27th, Jack Smith adds more charges in the Mar-a-Lago case. Let's slap some more charges to that. All right. So then in July, let's go to D.C. Devin Archer interview versus Trump's third indictment. So this was the January 6th stuff. July 31st, Devin Archer testifies that Joe Biden was on 20 plus phone calls with his son's business partners. The very next day, Jack Smith indicts Trump for the January 6th case. Coincidence? We don't know. You decide. All right. Now let's go to Georgia. This happened uh, recently. Hold on. I mean, we don't know. You decide. You know, that was I remember that was the slogan all the time by Fox News. You decide. Right. You decide. We don't know. You decide. What do you mean? This this is the only time the radical left wants to use any kind of order of anything. Dirt comes out about the Biden crime family. Dirt make up something on Trump. Indict Trump. Dirt on the Biden crime family. Indict Trump. It's, it's, it's the, that's their order. And there's not even, it's not even a coincidence. There's no coincidence in this. They're purposely doing this. They're saying, and I've said this before, you go after our guy, we'll go after yours. Your guy's actually committing crime. They're making stuff up on President Trump. Coincidence? We don't know. You decide. All right, now let's go to Georgia. This happened uh, recently, the last few days. FBI agent transcript versus Trump's fourth indictment. So in the morning, on August 14th, GOP releases the transcripts from this FBI agent involved in the Hunter Biden investigation. And it has it happens to uh, coincide with what the whistleblower was saying that they someone tipped off the Secret Service tipped off Hunter Biden. He was never interviewed. So their stories are very similar. So then on August 14th, that same day, later in the afternoon or that night and that evening, Fulton County D.A. Fonnie Willis charges Trump and 18 others in the Georgia 2020 election probe. 
You have the facts. You make you make up your mind. Your decision is this. A- <laughs> you have the facts. You make up your mind. Right. And just a second ago, she said she didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. You decide. You like the content Will Johnson is producing to stay informed and up to date with the current events. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up and subscribe to see more content like this. Also, to find Will Johnson, visit www.uaf.media.